Later I knew why Con and them travellers got friends. It was because they were after getting stuff from the same place Moxie got stuff, or even straying from outside the country like. But they couldn't sell it because nobody paid travellers that much because they wouldn't trust them like. So my mother got Con to do a deal and they all became friends. For all that was later on, when I was back at home, First I was back in Foxy Bills for ages, and different homes for me to stay in then, see where I could go. Mr Mulcahy was the main one around then, for at least a year or more. That's when I was staying with him and we'd done all stuff. Museums and photo wildlife and the racing and the pictures all the time. A load of things and reading books and all. But after my mother needed me and filled me in that he was a queer, I was back home again after I busted up his place. That day when I got back on my own, after running away from Mr Mulcahy's door, I remember Killian was at home and there was loud music everywhere, so we couldn't even be talking. So we went up around the field to Moxie, who was mad chatting with a few others, and he goes, I have a job for you, Killian. So we went down wrong town after that and got in the bus to Carrigaline because Killian needed to bring stuff to Trevor, and I was his bodyguard. After we dropped that off anyway, we carried on down to Crosshaven and walked up the hill to Grabal for a walk along the rocks to catch catfish for a bit. And then I went for a swim too, not Killian, but it was freezing and my underpants were soaking wet the whole way home and soaked my pants and the bus seat and all. And my mother and Stacy was home when we got home and Tara too even, back on a visit and they were all mocking my wet pants, Killian and all. I went in our room and slammed the door and knocked a few holes in the wall because they were mocking me still through the door. And I remember the music then because there was no other noise when I was inside my room for a while except from the speakers my mam had out the window playing music full blast non-stop but inside the kitchen you could hear it only softer. When it comes out later I goes how come the speakers is outside and my mam goes so the neighbours could enjoy the party and all. And I goes what party? And she goes Killian's gone to the chipper and we're having a party. And I asked her, why aren't the speakers inside so? And she goes, they're too low to be in the kitchen. And we had a massive dinner with battered burgers and battered sausages and everything. And Stacy goes, I wonder could you get battered chicken? And Killian goes, the Chinese battered our balls. And Stacy goes, oh, I'd say that'd be sore. And we all starts laughing, Stacy too. But mostly we were mocking Stacy because Killian whispered to me he was talking about chicken balls. But Stacy thought it was their Chinese men's balls like. And Stacy kept going on about it, asking if they'd need to shave him first. And then she was making a face and saying she wouldn't like it, but she'd give him a go like. And we were all breaking her arses. Tara didn't say much, but Stacy was asking her about where she was living. And Tara be like, it's alright. Or, yes, sometimes. Stuff like that. She wasn't mad or anything, and my mother was giving out then about Bridie, who was minding Tara like mostly, saying Bridie was fierce bad to her, locking her up every night in a cage and giving her a bait and all the time and everything. And she fed her nothing too, even though the government paid her thousands every week to make sure she got the best of eats. That's why we were having this party though, so we'd fatten Tara up before she went back to that place. It was so bad. We were all mad at Bridie, and I goes to Tara, is it true? And Tara just shrugged and goes, yeah. I got mad and told her I'd save her off Brady and off the government, true as God, because nobody be allowed to treat the Collins that way. And then Killian and my man mocks me and calls me young cob. But Tara didn't laugh at all, and Stacy didn't need her, only smiled. My mother goes to her then, would you like to come home to live with your family, Tara? And we'd all have parties like this all the time and all. But Tara only said, nah, she'd stay at Brady's like. 
and I got mad with terror over that because I couldn't understand why she'd want to be there in a cage instead of at home having parties and chips with her own family like. A bit after that, Bridie, who was minding Tara, came to the house, bold as brass like she'd done nothing wrong, all big smiles and low talk. She made sure she was heard louder than the music even, and I was mad at her and goes, I bet you won't be smiling like that when you take Tara away. And she's only laughing and talks about the weather and the traffic with my mam, who I can't believe isn't even ganging up in her like. My mother's only all shy and nice with Bridie, like she's a scared of her or something. But I wasn't as scared of her and neither was Gillian. She turns down the music outside then and all, my mam like. It was our first time meeting Bridie, me and Killian's, and we went outside after a while, because our mother pushed us out, like we wasn't standing up for our rights and Tara's. And then she goes, make sure Bridie's car isn't robbed when she gets out with Tara. And we found the big fancy yoke she parked down the road, Bridie's car, as she got off the government with all the money they paid her for minding Tara. And we got others to help us get blocks under it. And we had a tyre wrench and got one wheel off and rolled it away down the hill before she come out because we were refusing to let her take our sister back to that place. And she spotted us after she came out with Tara and our mother and she wasn't smiling no more. She goes she needed a wheel and we said we hadn't a clue what she was on about. And after ages a tyre truck van came with a new wheel and they stuck it on. And she took Tara away anyway and my mother left her take her. And Tara went too, even when I was banging on the window and trying to get her out of the car like. I was mad out and sad for Tara that she'd be locked up in a cage in a house like that. And you wouldn't think Brady'd be the kind of one who'd do it. But my mother said she was. And I remembered Madge from years ago, only worse even. And the music started up even louder after that and everything was mad out in my head even. My mother told us after that that the government made her sign a piece of paper on all of us to say they could take us whenever they liked and the only thing she could do was get a visit or something every now and again off any of us and it made me mad out to see her all sad how they'd be messing with us all the time like that just to get us back even if we done nothing and we was so happy just a while before that when we was all just left alone at home the whole family together like except Melanie wasn't there and Jordan Suan wasn't born then neither.